Guess who's back? Back again. Richie and Josh are back. (laughs) Nobody cares. Tell a friend. (laughs) Please tell a friend. They care about us. Do they? Yeah, they're watching us. They're listening to us. They do. They do. I've been seeing... I've been looking at the YouTube. Yeah. People have been listening. Yeah, that's good. They've been watching. SoundCloud's all right. I'm glad because... I haven't checked the numbers on SoundCloud, but welcome, SoundCloud. Welcome, Twitch. Hello, everyone from SoundCloud. I'm glad you enjoy hearing Josh's voice because I sure as hell don't. You do, too. That is a fucking lie. You may have had enough of me from the weekend because we spent... Oh, gosh. We worked all week together, then we spent all weekend together, and now Now we're we're working working again again together. It's going to be... Just great to see other faces after this, after Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause uh, Columbi. Yeah. Yeah, Columbus this weekend. Ah, uh, Columbi. Well, happy happy Tuesday. Uh, it's not happy Monday today. We were gone yesterday. We were at the on the road again. Yeah. You're just dude. You're just. Do you want to do karaoke for an hour? Um. You can. Maybe. You can. We'll sing find it. out, won't we? Sing it, baby boy. Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> Um, so we were gone uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we were in Philadelphia, PA, sort of, kind of Philadelphia, PA. Born and um, raised on the playground is where we spent most of our days. So I got to let Richie sing in between each thing that I say, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, but yeah, we were about, what, 30 minutes away from Philly, I think, maybe even 45. And we were in Philly, technically, I think. Okay, that's a big-ass Philly, then, because... Um, we were at a casino. What was it called? Valley, Valley Forge. Valley remember Forge. Remember, made the joke to Josiah. Yeah. Josiah Valley Forge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it was. You talk about me being cringeworthy. Yeah. I. I mean, it's just dad jokes. I'm a dad. I do dad jokes. I. I'm just not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. I'm. I'm 36, and You'll I'm get not funny. There. I will. I'll get there. Um. But yeah, it was a really good weekend. We'll tell you about our weekend here in a few minutes. But uh, first, we always want to start off the podcast with our fun fact. All right, Richie, hit him. Draco. Draco. Bad and bougie. All right. All right. So do you know what the fun fact about Draco is today, Josh? I I do, because you told me earlier. All right. Because the number 16 is off-centered from where the circle is at. No, that's not the fun fact. The no. fun fact is... It does have to do with the number 16. Yes, right? that it is the highest casting cost creature in all of magic. That's impressive. Yeah. Everyone always thinks it's like Emmercruel or what's that worm they play in? Uh... Emmercruel? He's a cruel man. Mm-hmm. The anus torn? Uh, oh, that, yeah. I don't know about Spaghetti that. monster. What? Which card? Which creature? The uh, the the worm, uh, Argothian worm or whatever. Oh yeah, the thing that... played in. Uh, yeah, how Grishol many? How many CMC is that? Uh, it's also fifteen. Is it fifteen? Yeah, because yeah. you gain fifteen life. No, is it, it is it's a color combination. Mm, yes. It's Selesnya. Got it. Yeah, so Draco is a. For those of you that don't know, that are newer players, uh, it's a plane shift card, and it's a nine nine creature, and it says, it's an artifact dragon. Uh, Draco costs two less to play for each basic land type among lands you control. Uh, so basically, you're never casting this thing. Right? No, you can. Hey, you're not really ever casting this thing, but what you can do is play a Torpor Orb, right? And then you could play an Aether Vial. No, that doesn't work. That's with the other guy. Does this guy get Torpor? How do people play this? Commander. No, they don't play this card. Yeah. What's that one that's like... A... You can sneak it in with dragons. No, the Torpor Orb deck, where like you vial it in, it, it's a one CMC. You don't even, you've never even seen that deck, that's, have you? Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like... But a, that's not this card. I know, but I was thinking like... That's Phyrexian that Dreadnought. Play they played it in Delver and Legacy. Phyrexian Dreadnought. That mono, thing. Blue Del- mono Blue Stifle Delver. Yes, that thing actually costs money. Draco does not. No. And so the rest of him says, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice Draco unless you pay 10 colorless mana. Holy shit. Um, this cost is reduced by two for each basic land type among lands. You control this card. It's absolutely atrocious. It is a dragon, though. Have you the- never played with a Draco in your life, Josh? Dude, no. 
No way. I'm going to click on the other one. It was oh. in a From the Vault. Yeah, and it was also in From the Vault's Dragons. I feel really bad for whoever bought From the Vault's Dragons because this card shouldn't have been in there. It's iconic. It's, it is iconic, but... It's good enough to be on our podcast, you know. It is. 20 years later after it was printed, so... <laughs> it is. It's... it's better than you. You think anybody will remember you in 20 years? I think so. I hope so. Me too, yeah. So, I... You know who everyone else will remember, though? Who? MomsRacingGames.tcgplayerpro.com <laughs> Yes. Way to get it. Yeah, so we always want to say thanks to uh, Mom's Basement Games for sponsoring this podcast. And the one thing I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start seeing if... We have these cards in stock. When, I, we I do already fun did facts. that. We don't have a Draco. Damn it. You type in Draco, all you get is Draconic Roar. Draco. Draconic Roar. Yeah, you're right. Well, we can't. We don't have any Dracos in stock. What a bummer. But, hey, we got Niv Mizzet. Uh, how do you say? Oh, Draco. Draco, Draco Genius. Genius. And then. Do you even English? I do. Uh, and then Draco Nick Roll. Hmm. Bummer. We got a bunch of Draco geniuses in stock, though. That card's... Now, that's a dragon. I would play that dragon, for sure. I'd play Draco over Niv-Mizzet. I'd play any Niv-Mizzet. Niv-Mizzet's just good. He's aight. Yeah, he's aight. All right, cool. So, um, we want to let you guys know that every week we here at uh, Mom's Basement Games, we do play Magic, and we are on Twitch, the same thing that, on, that we're on right now, doing the podcast live. Um, and uh, Richie and I, Richie plays on Thursday, I play on Friday. Uh, this week is Planeswalkers Week. Which no, 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 no. Super Friends Week. Super Friends Week, but we play a bunch of Planeswalkers in our deck. Yeah, so well, there's a difference. There is. Super Friends Technically, Super Friends means you just have a bunch of Planeswalkers in your deck. Um, and so what we're doing this week is we're trying to we're trying to come up with some cool new ways to, uh, you know, breathe some different decks into different formats. Techno. What's up, Techno? I wish you didn't stream at the same time as I have class. I won't be able to harass you guys. <laughs> Maybe that's our plan. So Terrence Vincent stopped by, guys, and he says that... Uh, uh, he's in class right now, so we're we're happy about that. I didn't know that. you can go to class at that age. Yeah, well, yeah, he's in his late he's in his late fifties, and do, do you think it's his retirement course? Yeah, I think he's taking a course on how to retire, probably. Good, good for you, Terrence. <laughs> they teach him how to eat milk and cookies and how to not get bed sores once he goes to his home and and uh, how to like tapioca pudding. Oh yeah, because no one likes tapioca. I pudding. like tapioca pudding. I actually might like tapioca pudding, too. It's just pudding with rice in it. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, back to uh, uh, getting away from old people, and let's let's talk about young yeah. people, me and Richie. We, um, we're going to be playing, uh, you know, some Planeswalkery decks this week. Yeah. And uh, so, Richie, tell them about the Planeswalker deck that you're going to be running. Yeah, so I'm going to be... I'm, you know, I'm trying to get in prep for Philly, and there is a... For Columbus. Or Columbus, yeah, Philly You're was last it. weekend. You're finally doing it. Well, look, I'm sorry I haven't had any time away from you. That's okay. I'm going to be a little stupid. So, yeah, so Philly was this past weekend, and uh, Columbus, we're, we're both going to be at Columbus this weekend, so go on. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to try a deck out that, you know, I'm considering for Philly, for Columbus which is the Jeskai Sahili deck in Modern. So let me run through the deck for you. For creatures, you got three Snapcasters and four Felidar Guardians. And then we have ten Planeswalkers in the deck. Four Narset Parter Avails, four Sahili Rai, and two Teferi Time Reveler. Moving on to the spells, there's four Lightning Bolt, four Path, four Serum Visions, two Lightning Helix, two Remand, and two Force of Negation. A Singleton Artifact in Teferi's Puzzle Box to combo with Narset to try to lock our opponents out. Your pretty typical Jeskai mana base in an Arid Mesa, two Celestial Colonnades, four Flooded Strands, a Glacial Fortress, two Hollowed Fountains, two Islands, a Mountain of Plains, a Sacred Foundry, four Tarn, two Steam Vents, and a Sulphur Falls. And then lastly, two Spreading Seas for an Enchantment. So the main reason to play this deck is you have an infinite combo that can win the game on turn four, which is Sahili Rai plus Felidar Guardian. Which is your Felidar Guardian gets minus on by Sahili, which makes a new Felidar Guardian with haste. 
You then use that Felidar Guardian token to blink your Saheeli Rai to then copy your Felidar Guardian again, essentially making infinite hasty one force. Anyone who played standard remembers this deck. Yeah, this it, is the one that got the insta, insta Yeah, it, it actually got e-banned because it was too good. Yep, emergency banning on this guy. And so a lot of people have been playing this deck again in modern because of Nahiri or Narset and Teferi getting printed, really giving you some nice protection and also just giving you more things that are really good with Felidar Guardian. Like Nahiri minusing twice, blinking with the Felidar, and then minusing again is insane card advantage. Yes. As well as just like, Felidar's fine blinking like a snapcaster mage even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get some extra value out of it. You can you can actually um, just, basically you can just bolt somebody out of the game. You know, because you have, I like that you're running the two lightning helixes. I, I know that you were kind of up in the air about it, right? Yeah, I, I wanted a third. I decided to just put the third in the sideboard, but Yeah, so, um, you know, you got your four lightning bolts and your two helixes. Well, um, you know, you can just go on that snapcaster beat down plan if you really need to. It's probably not a great plan. I mean, it gets there more than like you'd probably yes, think. Yes, it does. And Modern's also, a pretty aggressive format. People take a lot of damage, especially when they think they're against a control deck. Yeah, so if you can do something cool with Teferi's Puzzle Box. Now, um, for some of those of you out there that don't know what Teferi's Puzzle Box is, uh, it's a four-drop artifact. It's usually in Commander, and they did print it in 8th edition, so uh, sometimes people don't even actually know that it's in Modern. Um, it says at the beginning of each player's uh, draw step, that player puts the cards in his or her hand on the bottom of his or her library in any order, then draws that many cards. Well, with you playing your own Narset, Parter of Veils, it says each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. So what it does is you set your um, you set your hand on the bottom, you go to draw your cards, well, you only get to draw your one card for turn. Well, uh, you don't get to draw any because you... Teferi's Puzzle Box happens during the draw step. Mm-hmm. So you draw your card. You have to put your hand in the bottom. I want to draw however many I had. Oh, wait, I can't draw more. So I have no cards moving into my turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remembered you getting one card when I was playing on Moto for some reason. I don't, uh, know, why. I don't know why. That's with, like, Days Undoing. Oh, or, like, any it. wheel, wheel must effect. Be wheel, must be a wheel effect. Cool. Yeah, so... Um, this, uh, this looks like a really cool deck. Um, the sideboard, the sideboard for this deck is actually what? A bunch of one-offs, right? Because... Yeah, there's uh, a couple two-offs. Yeah, yeah, you got two Ashiok Dream Renders as a two-off, two Rest in Peace, and two Damping Spheres. So, like, but everything else, um, this deck just kind of plays like a, like a toolbox deck, right? Out of the sideboard where you're just like, okay, I, I got a, I got some one-offs. I got a really consistent, like, almost four-off package in the main. Um, and I can kind of slide things out and bring in the things that are really going to help me. Yeah, it's just like a lot of the things in the sideboard kind of do the same thing. Like Anger and Supreme Verdict do the same thing, but a little bit differently. Detention Sphere does pretty close to the same thing as like an Engineered Explosives. Yeah, two Or for the ones. Celestial Purge. Mm-hmm. The Dovin's Veto and Spell Pierce work very similarly, just at different mana. And Lightning Helix and Timely kind of do the same thing and gaining you some life and reassuring those aggro matchups. Yep. Um, this deck, Terrence says this deck will be a breakout performer at the MC this weekend. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah, this deck has actually got a lot of hype on it right now. Um, it's starting to pick up some steam. Uh, it was it was not, it's like what Richie said, it, it wasn't really uh, that big before Narset and Teferi were printed, but um, with those two cards, it gives you that extra reach. And so uh, because he's playing this deck this weekend, he's able to slot in these Planeswalkers anyways and play it for uh, Super Friends Week. So it kind of just worked out perfect, yeah. right? Cool. So uh, let me show you guys the uh, uh, the list and, and tell you those uh, that are listening on SoundCloud uh, what's in my list for the Teamer Walkers. Now, um, Ryan... Zeitz, right? That's how you say Ryan's last name? Zeitz. Zeitz. I always say Zeitz. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, he sent me a list, and he, he wanted me to play it. And um, I, I like I couldn't really come up with anything that I really wanted to play. Um, and so I just felt like, okay, this is probably going to be a solid list because Ryan likes to brew a lot. Um, that is what Ryan does. Ryan yeah. brews. Yeah, he does. He brews a ton. Um, so also, um, Nate Ricci helped him, um, build this deck too. Okay. 
Um, so this is kind of like their little brainchild. This is something that they've been, you know, this is more of a, um, I wouldn't, it's, it's not janky or anything, but like this is more of a, this is a really plain, heavy Planeswalker deck. Um, and it relies. Now, the reason why people would say, well, it's kind of unreliable is because it, it relies on a 1-3 creature to kind of um, squirt these Planeswalkers into play. And so some of these planeswalkers have high CMC on them for for modern. You know they have a four they have four CMC and five CMC and even some of them have six. So um, that's going to be really difficult to get those things out without having your plane um, plane bound accomplice. Now plane bound accomplice is a new card for Modern Horizons, which is really neat. And I think I, I don't know if this is kind of one of those cards where people just don't think you can play this in modern. Um, I think that mainly is one of the things, but um, it was when it was spoiled, people were very excited and, and commander for it. Um, it's a 1-3 human wizard, uh, one red, two uh, colorless CMC, and it says pay one red, um, and you don't actually even have to tap this guy. Uh, it's just an activated ability for one red, and so it's uh, just like sneaky. sneaky. Sneak attack. attack. Yeah, you almost said sneak and show. Yeah. Not the show part, just sneak attack. Um, so you pay one, and it says you may put a Planeswalker card from your hand onto the battlefield, sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. Um, so what you really want to do is you want to play these really powerful um, Planeswalkers that have huge upsides, right? And a lot of times, those, those ones that have huge upsides are your four, five, and six drops. The the smaller ones, they don't usually have a huge upside. Um, so that's why you're going to see, like, um, the new Vivians in here, um, Chandra Flamecaller. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I like this one too much. I told Ryan I would probably, I'd probably change some things around, but um, there's a bunch of Chandras in here. And uh, I really like Tezzeret the Seeker. Tezzeret the Seeker is really cool. Well, he let, he's how you get your combo. Correct. And so this deck does have a combo in it. And so... I want to see like an Ugin or a Karn in this deck. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I just want to play some, some big fat fatties in here. Um, and so Cloudstone Curio um, is the combo piece for it. So... Richie, go ahead and uh, tell everybody how this works, because I'm not 100% how this works. Yeah, so Cloudstone Curio is a three-mana artifact that whenever a non-artifact permanent comes into play under your control, you can choose to put something back into your hand. Now, where a lot of people have seen this card is in, like, Elves. You pick up your Visionaries, pick up your Shaman of the Packs, play them, bounce a Llanowar Elf, play your Llanowar Elves, bounce it back, you know, get really good value, or just combo kill your opponent out that way. But in this deck, it's doing sort of a similar thing where if you have a Planeswalker that can make two mana, two red mana, which in this deck is Chandra Novice Pyromancer, Chandra Torture Defiance, or Garuk Wildspeaker, you can actually go infinite with Planeswalker abilities or the Chandra, Chandra Bold, Pyromancer. Bold Pyromancer. I was not even aware this was a magic card. <laughs> but, uh... So yeah, any of these four Planeswalkers, the uh, Garuk, you do need two mountains in play. but So you play one of them, you choose not to bounce something, you use the ability to get two red, you then play any of your other Planeswalker, any of the other 11 Planeswalkers in your deck, mm -hmm. you pick that one back up, then you can play pay a red to play one of them again and make use their new ability because they are a new Planeswalker and make two more red. You can bounce your other Planeswalker when it entered, and you can just loop them like that. So with the, with Narset, you can dig for everything. With Chandra, Novice Pyromancer, it does two damage to an opponent. That'll kill him. Chandra, Torture of Defiance Plus will kill. Garuk won't really kill the turn he gets played, but he has a way to go infinite. This is another one I could see maybe just becoming like a different Chandra. Yeah. Uh Jace Architect of Thought, his minus two just digs you cards. Tezzeret is... I don't really think he's a win con in this deck. Well, but, he can go get your Cloudstone. Well, yeah, he can go get your Cloudstone. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So he's but he, he doesn't like win the game. Like, no. He's not like any of the other Planeswalkers where with the double red, he can win you the game. Yeah. 
Uh, Chandra Awaken Inferno, just put a bunch of emblems on your opponent, burn them out. Mm -hmm. uh, Chandra Flames Fury does damage to players. Same with Chandra Flame Caller, you just make infinite three ones with haste. Yeah. Vivian, I'm not really sure what ability she has that wins you the game. I don't 100% feel a creature card. Pull one of those into your hand and the rest on the bottom. I don't really get why this one's in the deck. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I was saying I might, I might cut that one. Yeah. Um, but the card that I really like in here actually is is Oath of Nyssa, and I see a lot of people playing. Uh, these are it's like a lot of homebrews and a lot of like, um, a lot of people that just enjoyed playing this card when it was in standard. I'll see them make um, make decks with this card. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never seen a deck really top with this at like a GP or or a, um, uh, an SCG event. As of late, I'm sure we would have heard about it, but uh, I like this card a lot. This card's really cool because it kind of, yeah. they, they call it the green ponder sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. I've heard people call it that. Uh, but this card's neat. I have i don't think I've ever cast this card uh, on paper, and so I'm pretty excited to cast this card. Yeah, it's a pretty good card. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so if you guys do have time on Thursday at 6, Richie's going to be streaming uh, his, his Sahili deck, getting ready for uh, Columbus. And uh, about 1.30 on um, Friday afternoon, I will be streaming uh, Teamer Walkers. So uh, come check that out. Also, we have some other people this week. Um, so check out our schedule um, and come by if you guys enjoy, you know, casual magic, uh, planeswalkers and whatnot, seeing how they work in uh, different formats. Come check it out. Yeah. Um, okay. So next thing we got here is how the weekend went. Um, actually for uh, st the Star City event um, and because we were there uh, we were able to tell you guys like the people who took first place done got up in our guts this weekend um, so they were our first loss they were our, our first loss so that was pretty neat you know and people always I, I hear a lot of people say well at least I lost to the people that won the event <laughs> and uh, that, that was definitely true for us uh, we, we started out 2-0 Mm -hmm. uh, we were we were feeling really good, um, and then we got to round three, and uh, we we just uh, got hit by a truck. Yeah, well, we didn't get beat too bad, you know, by uh, by Corey. Who was it? Corey, uh, Shaheen, uh, Sarani, Corey, Bowmeister, and Bowmeister, and. Um, Pete Ingram. Pete Ingram. Yeah. So Pete was on. He was on Legacy, and he was playing four color Delver. Uh, Shaheen was on um, Azorius Control, uh, and he was who I played against. And then Richie played against Corey, which was on Jun Dinosaurs. And what I asked Richie um, after his match was over, like, "Hey, man, what happened?" Uh, he just said, "I just kind of didn't do a whole lot during the match. My my mat and Corey just curved out on me and just just got there. Yeah. Like." It wasn't a special match where anything cool happened. It was just like textbook magic, and you know we just uh, we just lost that one. But uh, all three of those guys, they they seemed uh, seemed like pretty cool guys. Mm -hmm. uh, Pete Ingram, um, he didn't really talk too much. Um, he was too busy making sure uh, Josiah yeah. didn't get to cast any spells. Yes, yeah. So he was he was on the um, uh, the four colored Delver list, which uh, is what. Josiah was playing this weekend, so it was a mirror matchup, and he just uh, he just got wastelanded out. He was on the same plan that, um, that yeah that Josiah was on, and it just didn't work out for him. So, um, but Josiah said it was a pretty good match. Um, the Shaheen match for me, I got to game. We got to game three. We started game three. Yeah, and uh, I just wasn't able to finish the round. So, uh, but I feel like I would have got there. Uh, I had a pretty good hand, pretty good start. So. Um, and the blue-white matchup for Burn is, um, is it's not easy, but, you know, it, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, the, the event went really well. Um, you know, you saw some, some pretty obvious names. Um, you got the, uh, one of the Jessups, uh, in the top, uh, top eight. in the top eight, uh, with Standard here. Um, you've got also, who else we got? Ben Reagan. Ben Reagan took second place. His team took second. Matthew Dilks in fifth. Yeah, he was playing. Um, they were both playing modern. Um, and then the legacy names. I didn't really see any any legacy names that I really knew on here, other than Pete 
because we played him. I think I've heard of Alex Rubin, maybe? I faced David Long. He's a, he's a pretty known depth player at this point. Okay, he took 11th. Yeah. Yeah, so there wasn't... I didn't also... I didn't really see anything, like, super special that we should go over uh, from the results. Um, you know, you got your typical uh, Feather, uh, Simic Nexus, uh, and the Scape Shift deck, which... Richie played that this weekend. Definitely the breakout um, deck of the weekend yes. from every tournament. Yeah, and so we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Vampires is still getting in there. Um, you know, a couple, there's two copies of Dinosaurs in the top, so it looks like Dinosaurs is probably a pretty pretty safe choice, and that's mm-hmm. really cool to see. Um, too bad we couldn't put me in the Dinosaur suit this weekend, and I could have played Standard. I offered. I know. I know you did, and I probably would have got some wins, you know, but... Uh, not Maybe. a whole lot of wins. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, it, the results couldn't have been any worse, right? We went two, three drops. So uh, we could have o three. Yeah, we, we could have o three with me on standard. Uh, yeah. And so for modern, um, you've got your your typical um, decks, except for this the one deck that I see in here, which is very weird. Uh, Pure Steel Paladin. Um, I didn't. I didn't think I would see a Pure Steel Paladin deck take fourth place but maybe that person got a little carried i I don't even know if that's necessarily true modern's really uninteractive right now okay so you think the pure steel deck is just uh you can just go ahead and goldfish that thing just like every other deck well i mean what phoenix has five removal spells is all yep like blue white control is probably an abysmal matchup aldrazi tron like they have to know and chalice you on zero otherwise you're just gonna die yeah Humans can't do anything against... Well, they in, like, Meddling Mage, your Grape Shot, but, like, they're playing, like, Repeals yeah, and stuff in the main deck now. Yeah, a whole lot, so... Um, Urza's a race, except your combo goes off turn two. Theirs goes off, like, three to four. Yeah, so... Hogak doesn't do anything against you. That's exactly what I was going to say, is Hogak um, is actually still alive and well. And, um, you know, we said that we, we were going to try to go a week without talking about Hogak on this... Uh, on this show, but it's not going to happen. It, I don't know if it can happen. I, I, I don't think it happened last week. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, round three, actually, um, I died to Hogak and it was, it felt just as bad as when, it, when the bridge was there. Yeah. It, the I, deck feels really, really I, it, good. I hate to say it. I, I just like, I don't know. Burn just has not impressed me in modern in a while. Yeah. I know you were saying that, but like, I think burn. I think burn still. I think it's still in a fine spot. It just, um, it needs some tweaking. You'll that's, never that's give really, up. Your, you'll I, never give up your idolons and I, goblin guides. So. I will not. I will not. Um, so for legacy, um, run and six is really starting to take off. I know we've been talking quite a bit about run and six lately, um, but that card is seeing not only a huge financial gain, but um, a six huge, of the eight decks were probably on. Like anywhere from three to four run and sixes. Yeah, you've got four color Delver, which we're on run and six. You've got um, four color Control, which we're on run and six. Teamer Delver. Yeah, Teamer Delver might even have been on. Teamer Delver is for sure on run and six. Okay, yeah, three of them. So basically, the whole top eight is just straight up run and six. Except for Bomberman and Is It Delver. Which... And we did giggle on the way there. Josiah and I said uh, that was one of the articles that somebody wrote that, oh, Bomberman was a good pick for this weekend. That's actually nuts in Legacy, and yeah. like nobody knows it. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Um, you've just got to have a really good pilot for that deck mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of lines that, um, you know, because it's just like, uh, uh, it's just basically Storm. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's as good as Storm. I, I think it's it pretty plays, different than Storm. It is, but it plays similar because you have to... You have to play your LED, what, a million times, right? I mean, yeah, but that's not really Storm. Sure. It plays more like a prison deck. Okay. Well, it does have the Karn package in here. Yeah, it's Karn. You play Chalice of the Void. I think... You have Monastery Mentor. Yeah, so the other way I've seen it is is probably a little bit... Uh, it's a little bit different. I didn't see the, the list that had Karn in there. Yeah, this is, this is how they play the deck This is now. an updated list? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so nothing too out of the ordinary uh, for this past weekend. So, um, you know, you, you guys don't have to run out and buy anything crazy yet uh, for next week or the next couple weeks. Um, but we are going to go over also the classics from um, 
the SCG this past weekend because uh, Richie did play in the standard classic. So, yeah. uh, Richie, tell us about how the classic went. Yeah, so I played Bandscape Shift again. The deck felt really good in the main event, and I had heard that uh, it was seeing a lot of play in the GP as well that weekend. So I decided to run it back in the classic. Plus, the deck's actually surprisingly fun to play, even though like you're just playing lands. Yeah, so tell uh, tell those of um, those of the guys that are listening, um, like how this deck works. Because when you just say Bant Scape Shift, you think to yourself like, oh, it's a Scape Shift deck. You just Molten Pinnacle them. Well, no, this is standard, and there's no Molten Pinnacle in standard. Mm, so well, there is, but it's not quite Molten Pinnacle. So yeah, let me let me see how this this is probably pretty close to what I played. If not, sure it is the exact list on. Um, so, yeah, so you have your ramp spells in the Grazer, the Rejuvenators, the Growth Spirals, the Securitus Routes, the Grow from the Ashes. That's how you try to get more lands into play besides for just, like, playing your lands every turn. Yep. Then your payoffs are your Scape Shifts, your Hydroid Crisis, and then you have Teferian Prison Realm for protection. So you probably look at this land base and you go, what is going on? Why is there so many one-ofs? Yeah, there's 28 lands in yeah. the deck. 13 of which come into play tap even. Yes. Uh, well, the reason why there's so many one-ofs is the 1-4 one of land in the deck, which is Field of the Dead. So this land enters the play, enters the battlefield tapped and taps for a colorless mana. But when it enters the battlefield or when another land, not specifically a different land or not specifically Field of the Dead, but whenever any land enters the battlefield under your control... You make a 2-2 zombie if you control seven or more lands with different names. So, on one end, you put this into play early, and you can just eventually hit your seven land drops, a lot of the time using like a circuitous route or a grow from ashes to make two zombies, and then from that point on, every land drop is just an additional zombie. But with scape shift, the card gets kind of out of hand. On seven lands, you make seven zombies, which... Is pretty good for four mana. But then at two, you make 16 zombies because you grab two Field of the Dead and six other lands, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. You eventually can just make a metric buttload of zombies with this deck. Yes. But on top of that, you're also ramping, so you can cast Huge Hydroid Crisis, which this card is a all-star in this deck. Yeah. It's been an all-star in standard the whole time, just like gaining life is the biggest deal. I thought Mono Red was going to be a tough matchup. I actually beat Mono Red twice and beat a like similar Rakdos aggro deck because a lot a lot of people are like there was this Gates deck shell that was running around for a bit and the difference is, is you get to play like three life gain lands in this deck which gaining three life is really relevant against Mono Red or against any aggressive deck for that matter. Yep. So this deck is very powerful. You'll probably see a lot of it moving forward you'll see a lot of hate for it moving forward but it's it's definitely a real standard deck that you have to keep an eye out for yeah so um spoiler um this deck did win uh the gp this past weekend um by uh lsv so um you will be hearing a lot about this deck uh richie's actually richie's very excited about this deck i haven't seen him get excited about standard other than just saying like i got a test for standard I have to, have to, have to. Like, lately it's been a have to. Mm-hmm. Well, Richie went into Sunday saying, I feel like this deck is nuts. Uh, I had so much fun with it. I want to I wanna go play it, run it back in the Classic, and he did that. And so um, you took 30th place, which congratulations. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's good. It was a pretty good finish. Yeah. I, I had a, my three losses that put me into the 30th place were one when I was 3-0 to a really cool Naya... Uh, feather deck that unfortunately didn't top 32 mm-hmm. um or he did top 32 he did not top 16 so his list isn't up here yep and then my second loss was the round after to ross miriam on mono blue which yep. he took 10th yeah which he's that's to be expected. he's ross and yeah. I, I actually think that's a tough matchup that was what my last loss was in the last round i was playing for 16th or 32nd I might have gotten somewhere in between. I might not have 16, but sure, yeah. it felt like that's what I was playing for. And I just got crushed again by Mono Blue. Uh, they have a lot of early counter magic, and if they have a Curious Obsession or a Tempest Vision, their pressure actually adds up. Without it, you can normally win, but if they have one of those two cards, they 
they can close the game out pretty fast. Yep. But overall, I was I was really impressed with the Bandscape Shift deck, and I would recommend it with an asterisk saying, try to play some on Arena and keep an eye out to see how much hate people end up bringing for that deck. Yeah, there'll be some hate coming. There is ways to hate it in Standard. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so the Modern Classic... Uh, that went. Um, hey, we got a we got two burns in the modern classic top eight, so not so bad. Let's see. Well, I mean, Mono Red Phoenix took first and second. Yeah, yeah, but they're in the top eight though. Sure. So that can um, you know look. It's just it's just blue white, or I mean, it's just red white. Just blue white, <laughs> blue white burn. Uh, but yeah, it's just red white. So I don't know, Richie. What do you think? Do you think I should try to go back to this list? Maybe. I mean, this is the list that like consistently performs. So maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Josiah was telling you uh, Boros Charm is the reason to play Burn. So, you know, maybe I, Josiah knows something. He does. He's all right at Magic. He uh, he did pretty Not well. Not good this enough week. to do well for us, but you know, <laughs> he did all right this weekend. Um, but yeah, so it looks like it's very similar. Um, yeah, your so, fire dancers in the sideboard of this list. Oof, God, the fire dancers again! Holy God, <laughs> so unreal. Yep, so I don't know if I could play this if I could play this list again, but I could sleeve it up and take a look. You know, I'm not against I really think you should try the Mono Red Phoenix or Mono Red Prowess deck. Yeah. The Mono Red that, Phoenix that's deck looks pretty more neat. up your alley, I think. Uh the Arc Lights, the Bedlam Reveler. I like I really like Bedlam Reveler, Bedlam man. Bedlam Reveler's sweet. Um not a big fan of Soul Scout Mage though. That card's really good. I hate that card I actually. Like actually impressive it doesn't have haste and it makes that me doesn't angry. matter it has a way better ability i know uh and you ever I shrink a worm coil engine yeah i i wouldn't mind no i have not but it's i wouldn't great. mind playing gut shot because i really i really like that card yeah i kind of disagree with more gut shots than lava darts but i could be wrong on that one and i didn't like light up the stage but in this deck well you're not playing eidolon in this deck i know i agree with light up the stage in this deck so um, and I got to play Sunbake Canyon for the first time this weekend uh, in an event, and I, I really, really didn't like it. So <laughs> You're also not playing White Mana. I am not playing like, White Mana, but, man, would I love – I would love to play it. I want to see how many are they running in the uh, – they're running four copies of Sunbaked, so. It's really good in Burn. Yeah, Red White Burn seems like uh, it's where it's at. It might just be better than Jun Burn right now. Mm-hmm. So – Maybe I'll have to go back. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. So the Legacy Classic um, that happened this weekend also uh, was three Delvers in the top three. Uh, Mono Red Prison took fourth. Wow, that's pretty cool. That that must have been a hell of a prison player. Um, I wonder if it's the one I've seen beat Zach Allen. David Weisenberg. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure on names. Yeah, uh, Stoneblade was there. Another Bomberman. Uh, four color loam and then mono blue urza oh baby the spice i want to see it i want to look at the list uh walking blistas trinket mage sigh uh four urza four karn scion of urza which is baby karn right Mm -hmm. um four karn the great creator then you got 22 lands um mox opals urza's bobbles welding jars tormod's crypt in the main uh, Sorcerer Spyglass, that's a beautiful card. Uh, Pithing Needle, Mox Diamond, Lotus Petal, EE, and Four Chalice of the Void. Oh, baby. This looks great. It's just another prison deck. Yeah. It's it's uh, just another prison deck. But Urza is something else, man. Lord High Artificer. I, I think this card uh, is going to do really well in Modern. I just don't think we've seen... We didn't get to see any in the top eight, but uh, there was. Some, I'm pretty sure there was an Urza deck in the top eight. Was there? Pretty sure. Okay. All right. So, LSV, who's on top this week? He's back at it. It's LSV. He is finally. Look at this. Look at this guy. He's like a thousand. He's still slaughtering people. That's great, man. Uh, he took down Denver uh, with the Scape Shift deck, and so uh, when Richie says, "Hey, if you're gonna try this deck out," You better uh, you, you better be worried about people packing some uh, some hate on you, and that is very true, uh, because with LSV just playing this deck, uh, that's gonna get you a lot of looks, mm-hmm. right? Um, but with him going on and winning, 
um, and you seeing it at the SCG in the top eights, you know that this deck is 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 going to stick around for a while. It's it, not just going to really be the good. flavor of the week. Well, so it's not going to be around for too long. It does rotate in three months. Okay. Well, it'll be taking stuff down. Um, so was there anything special uh, from the GP that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, just LSV won it. There were four copies of Scape Shift in the top eight. Okay. Uh, LSV's list was a little bit off from what uh, I played, but it was based off the same list that I was playing. So. Gotcha. Okay. And what was the cool thing that you were telling us on the car ride home uh, that he was doing, that he was just Scape Shifting all the lands out of his deck so he wouldn't draw any more lands? Oh, well, like just casting secondary scape ships, right? No, no, no. That that he won a game where he got unmorty goad, and they took okay. away his land that makes the zombies, and he still won that game through just like getting rid of all the lands in his deck, and then also just like beating down with literally every creature in his deck. Got it. So he probably just hydrocrasis his way there. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. That's what I would assume. Yeah, that card's really nuts. Um, so for those of you that. Um, are always looking to go to the next event or maybe you just you know you don't keep up and you're like oh that sounds cool i'd like to hit i'd like to hit an event up um the the next event is going to be uh barcelona and that's in that's going to be modern yeah um so uh the next one though in the states um for those of you that uh enjoy modern also uh is going to be minneapolis on august 9th minnesota yeah not a not a place I've ever been to. Me neither. Um, not a place I I think I may never go to. Um, because you're, you're gonna go to Minnesota one time. You think so? At, at some point in your life. Yeah, probably a few years from now when I have to go. Yeah. When I'm moving big time weight. Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. Well, you're already moving big time weight. <laughs> you're right. Cause I I got on a no I didn't get on the scale. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's big stuff. But um, but yeah. So Minneapolis is coming up. Um, and then. Well, actually, before that, uh, for those of you that uh, just like being a nerd like myself, uh, there is um, the first through the fourth is going to be Gen Con. Um, so I'm actually very excited about that. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that in the next coming week. Maybe the uh, is it that's the 23rd already. So um, I'd have to talk about it next week before yeah. I go, right? Yeah. So I'll get some information about that, um, and we'll talk a little bit about Gen Con next week. Um, I need Gen- to. I need to buy my goddamn ticket. You, dude, you're going to pay like a million dollars. No, it's the same price. I just, tickets run out, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just got to make sure. You better get and here and Stefan's ticket. If I don't, no, Stefan's not going to be here. If I don't get my ticket, All right, Stefan's not gonna then I'm going to have to buy somebody's badge when they're like, oh, I can only stay for the first two days. I'll buy your badge. You know, that stuff sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. And then uh, right after that, there's going to be Las Vegas, and uh, that's Viva. Modern Limited, which I will Viva be in. Viva Las yeah. Vegas. Uh, I'll be there for Viva Las Vegas. And then we got Team Modern and Indy. Ooh, look out. I'm going to have to get a team together, Richie. I ain't going to be there. I know you're not. Yeah, so if you guys are going to Barcelona, have a good time. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds. I'd like to go to Barcelona. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be very cool. I, uh, I was near Barcelona one time. Yeah. Yeah, when I went to Bilbao. Yeah. When you made the Pro Tour, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Which, uh, uh, basically, the Pro Tour is what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, next we're going to talk about the uh, the Mythic Championship. Four. Uh, four. Mythic Championship Four. And we want to uh, talk about a local that's made it. Um, Nick Subcheck. Yes. Uh, Nick yeah. Subcheck made he made the Mythic Championship. Uh, everybody in the community. Uh, is, we all kind of helped him get there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of put in a little bit. Um, to kind of help him get there, make sure that um, he not only had the money but the skill set. Because I, you know, last couple times we played, I beat him down. So I, you know, I was helping him learn at the time. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we only played once. I'm thinking of uh, somebody else, but we yeah. played once, and but uh, he was on like Jess guy or something, and that's not a good matchup for for him for playing against Burn. Mm-hmm. He'd probably smash me now. He's been he's been playing a lot and testing. Yeah, he's at that pro level right now. Hopefully. So I, don't I wanna, believe in him. I don't want to see him on a Wednesday, that's for sure. Why not? Because he'll beat me. Oh, I, I wanna... thought you meant you don't want him showing up on Wednesdays. No, I want him showing up. I just don't want to play against him. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty easy when you're in the O2 bracket all the time. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Man, these knives hurt today. Yeah. My back is shanky, sore. Shanky, You are shanky today. Um, yeah, so tell everybody, Richie, and now th- I said this before we started when I was looking over the notes is – 
how the hell do you get to a mythic championship? Because um, when you made the pro tour before, I kind of knew how that went for the most part, right? Mm. I knew like, okay, this is how you make the uh, this is how you made the pro tour, um, and but the mythic championship, I'm not so caught up on. So tell everybody how you do that. Yeah, so it's it's pretty similar to the same way. Uh, one way you can do it is you can do it by being the pros right now, which are the MPL. If you're a member of the MPL, you're invited to all the Mythic Championships. What's the MPL? The Magic Pro League. Ah, okay. Go on. Did you actually not know that? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Maybe some some people that are listening don't know that either. Well, uh, the other way is if you top 80 GP, you mm-hmm. get invited. Yep. And then if you win a Mythic Championship qualifier at different game stores around the world, mm-hmm. that's how you get invited. So when are you going to get invited? When I'm not washed up. (laughs) That is not true. Exactly, because it's never going to happen. You're going to get there. I find out. I believe in you. I had a plane events to try to qualify for them in order to qualify. Yeah, that's right. You do. Yeah. We'll we'll start getting you to some of these events, man. I know you can make it. I just prefer Star City. I know. Yeah, a lot of the grinders are getting after the Star City, so... Uh, speaking of grinding Star Cities, next week is... Uh, I'll be grinding it this weekend. Yes, this coming weekend is Star City Games Seabus. Seabus. Seabus, and that's what Richie is calling C-bus. it. Seabus. Uh, but I call it Columbus because um, that's I'm a real human being and that's what we do. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you're a cop. <laughs> so uh, the, the open is modern, so sleeve up your Hogax and you don't need anything else, right? Yeah. Sleeve up your bridge from belows. No. Mm-mm. Okay, don't do that. No. Okay. Don't listen to Josh. He's what do you What do you want to sleeve up for this weekend? What's your recommendation, Richie? Give him some, because we we are you know playing and we're into the game. If uh, for those of uh, those local guys in the Midwest here um, that are going to be listening or watching, um, you know what what do you think they should take? Because it's a close one. They're going to be there. Um, it honestly like whatever. You play in modern is probably like a fine option for the most part. Like the biggest thing with modern is having repetitions with your deck and really as long as it's not like a meme deck, you'll probably you probably have a chance. Like okay. you could probably take burn to one of these and do fine. Yeah. Uh, maybe not you, but you know oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Blue White is always a fine option. Decks like Is It Phoenix, uh the Maliric, the new, not Maliric Company, but uh, the new Devoted Druid uh, deck will probably, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Urza. Urza. That's, I wouldn't be I, surprised to see Urza. I want to check. I cannot wait till next week, but I think Urza's going to be in the top eight next week. Well, we'll see. Repress can't make it, so. He's not going? No. Well, there might be some other past pros there, you know, that'll that'll be doing something. Maybe. That's uh, but yeah, if you're, let's say that maybe you're not, uh, maybe you're not very familiar with modern, and you're gonna go to uh, SCG Columbus. Uh, maybe you're just like, hey, I- I'm not into modern right now. Um, you know, you could play some legacy side events. Number one, if you're a big legacy fan, or you could play in the classic on Sunday, uh, and then a standard. And if you wanted to, you could try out Richie's deck. Yeah, Bandscape Shift. Uh, Andre Strotsky's 75. He posted on Twitter. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you know, I'm sure if uh, if you needed cards for that, and you ordered them uh, by tomorrow from MomsBasementGames.TCGPlayerPro.com, you might get them by then. We'll see, though. We'll get them. Yeah, we'll and then you'll get them, and we'll get them, right? Yeah. We will all get them together. We're all in this together. That's right. You know who uh, wasn't together though. Josiah when he wouldn't do this podcast with us. Yeah, so yeah, so Josiah Valley, he he was our teammate from this weekend. Um, so if you guys follow us on on Twitter, you uh, at Mom's Basement MTG. Oh, excuse me, is that it, right, Richie? Mom's Basement MTG. Yeah, Mom's Basement Games. Yeah, geez, I have so many. Sorry, so many things here. Um, yeah, we got a picture from this past weekend, right? That we posted. There we go. There's that sweet little man. <laughs> uh, if you guys, uh, those of you listening, go. I can't tell uh, who the grandpa is. He actually him. he never smiles, you know, but it's okay. You know, we try to get him to smile. Um, you know, he's got a lot of freckles on his face. So he's kind of, 
It's kind of gingery. We like got him me. to laugh a couple times. We did. He laughed a few times. Um, but you whether know, or not they were pity laughs, who knows? Yes. Mm. And so Josiah Valley's a really good guy. Yeah, uh, he's, Josiah's great. He's been a friend of mine for a while, and uh, he's he's my road trip buddy. And we put we put Richie in the back seat, and he did a little bit of mouth breathing and snoring for a little while. That was great. Yeah, but he didn't go to sleep on Friday like he was supposed to. Um, so yeah, he you were up all night playing games. That's what I like to hear. And doing, no, that was Thursday, into oh, Friday. Thursday into Friday, and doing. Uh, yeah, I slept plenty Friday. Yes, you did. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to show you guys some pictures here from uh, from the event. Um, so this is me and Richie at the beach. Uh, Richie, looks like you've aged a little bit here. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. Now the Russians have my face. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, I thought I would sneak this in on on Richie here. Um, I'll, I'll post this to uh, to our Twitter uh, if you guys are listening. But um, we've got the age progression face face app. Um, and we, we got Richie as an old man. He's balding and has gray hair. You look great there, man. You're gonna you you age well. Salt and pepper. I like it. Uh, we also uh, you know we got a picture here of you as a girl. <laughs> so that wasn't actually you this weekend. Um, but for everyone who's wondering, this is the first and or this is the last episode of uh, <laughs> the last Magic episode. in the Making with Richie Thompson. So. But we did actually do, uh, we had some fun. We went to the boardwalk. Uh, we drove to um, the Jersey Shore, and we went out and got some crab, you know. And you got crab. I got lobster. You got lobster, and we did some fist pumping. Uh, so that was really neat. I, I, I had, enjoyed that. You had these crab french fries that were insane. Yes, I did. Um, so we were at the boardwalk taking pics, um, and I had these fries that were covered in crab covered in cheese um they were pretty great yeah i just i you know i was trying i'm trying my best to see how fast i can get diabetes um (laughs) but here's the actual picture of me and richie um uh, at the beach at the ocean so that was good and then uh this was richie losing a flip-flop here uh (laughs) he was he was holding on to me i took a couple pictures of that he's like god damn it God, dude, my flip-flop. It got stuck in the sand, dude. It sucked. <laughs> yep, so. Didn't want to lose my foot. That was fun times. Can't but, be uh, Brandon. Yep, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to post those pictures later. But anyways, so we had a good time this weekend, um, and we also just wanted to. Uh, Holy you know, shit, Josh. That's not me. That's not a leprechaun. Oh. Uh, we wanted to transition here and. I thought you just dyed your beard on me and didn't tell me. No, and, and get into finance here. Um, because there's a lot, I think, I think the one thing that we can't talk about this week is the scape shift deck. I think scape shift is going to see, I think the actual card scape shift is going to see an uptick in value. I think it's going to go up. I think it will. I don't think it's going to double or anything, but I think it's going to go probably up about, I don't know, five to five to seven dollars. I think it might go to 20. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they're what? Like 10 bucks right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's still a modern card. Yeah, so... Did um, you know this card used to be 63 cents, apparently? Yeah, I actually bought a couple for my brother not too long ago. So, um, the winners for this week, uh, we always do... This is part of the podcast. We we always let you guys know what, what cards are hot, what cards are not, what you want to buy, what you don't want to buy, what's a trap. Uh, so, we'll run through these real quick. Um, the uh, Hibernation Sliver is up. Now, most slivers are still going to be creeping up. Uh, even with um, Legacy Slivers, this card was the best card in the deck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not going to see any spikes because of legacy slivers, right? When are you going to play slivers again? Josh? I will play slivers again, man. I, I almost went 4-1 without either vials yeah. in a league. I went three. I, I positive in a league with slivers. I can't do it with a real deck. <laughs> but when I play meme decks. Oh, who's saying slivers isn't a real deck? Some people do. And I don't I don't agree because that deck is f- fucking nuts. So, uh, Teferi's Puzzle Box is up from uh, 7 bucks to 35 bucks, And then it says back to 24 So, it's... It's hovering at 24, but uh, Puzzle Box is real good right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Static Orb is another one. Richie, do you, do you know why this is up right now? Nope. All I know is I'm sad because if I ever build Commander again, I'm going to need one. Yes. Static Orb is a great card. Um, players cannot untap more than two permanents during their untap phases. So uh, some type of lockout deck is doing very well, and I don't know about it. That's what I'd play it in. Barago. Um, yeah. Uh, Sapphire Medallion. That card just keeps going up. Uh, I find this card in bulk 
sometimes. I don't why. I don't like uh, the old the old version. The medallion um, cycle's okay from Tempest. Yeah, I, I I have no clue. And your beautiful beautiful river bears is a uh, it's a three CMC one green. It's a four drop bear three three with island walk. It is now at ten. Dollaruskis. God damn it, I love some fucking bears. <laughs> I've got to play Bear Tribal soon, man. I have to. I've been telling you for how long now? I know. I'll, I'll squeeze it you in gotta there. you got to build your commander deck, I too. I'll squeeze it in there. Uh, so the loser for this week is Factor Fiction, because uh, when it got spoiled, hey went up to 11 bucks. The the foils from uh, Invasion were, were like 100 bucks. They could still be in that 60 to 80 range. It's an old foil. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this card is uh, just... It's seeing the it's seeing dabbling of like a one of in the blue white shell. Dabbling? Yeah, a little bit of dabbling uh, in the blue white shell. And not everybody's running this card. So it's not doing uh, what everybody thought it was gonna do. But what happened where you see the spike here when it goes from dollar uh, eighty three uh, all the way up to eleven bucks is people were just getting their copies. Yeah. They were like, Holy shit, uh, they they brought back Factor Fiction into into modern. Remember when you said you thought it was going to be too good for modern? Um, yeah, I just I didn't think this card needed to be in modern. Uh, but then now modern's so fast. Like, even if you put this thing at three CMC, I don't. God, can we get three CMC Factor Fiction? I don't. I think we could. God, I hope so. That'd be great. I literally think That'd we could. Be great. Then the card would be. Do it, Wizards. Oh, you're gonna blow eardrums out. <laughs> Holy shit, guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, you're you're just gonna hold hold tight on Factor Fiction. It's probably gonna come back down to uh, like two bucks. Uh, Thran Turbine. I know there's a there's a that legacy meme deck that's going on. No, that's that's not that card. That's the oh, that's, card. Okay. Yeah, so Thran Turbine was up and down. Um, spiteful Sliver from $5 to $1. That's really Depression. cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Blasphemous crashing. Act ain't doing it. Now the, <laughs> the the Blasphemous Act video just didn't get it there. Uh, we got Kess um, at $9. So, uh, But you can get the new copies from Modern Horizons for like 2 So mm. I don't know what that's about. She's I know like that. A, she's like well, that's, they're showing the price of... Um, the C17 one. So, uh, and then you got Maze of Ith. Um, so for those of you commander players that, you know, you want your foil Maze of Ith, um, it, it, it looks like it's, uh, it's about time to pick that up. So if you guys have been holding on that, um, you know, I would probably do that. Um, I don't know why that card was 160. Yeah. So they, uh, they have this Woodland Mystic. Now this is a, uh, previous thing that happened where, uh, it's in a, um, what is it? Planeswalker a, deck. A Planeswalker deck. And it's like the Land War Elf spike uh, that happened last year um, in C9, what was it? C9 or M19. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, it was like $10 or something. So it was just a weird variant where um, people are pricing these high when they put them on for some reason. I don't know who's doing it. Um, and someone then, much smarter at their job than us. Yeah, and so sometimes people click on this like, oh, I need uh, Woodland Mystics for my deck. Oh, it looks like they're you know six fucking dollars. I guess I need to buy them at that price. Well, <laughs> you don't need to buy them at that price. They're they're a common uh, from M twenty. So um, please do not get trapped by that. That is a trap this week. Um, Catalyst, How do you feel about traps, Josh? I don't I don't like traps too much. Um, Catalyst Stone um, is getting hyped because of the uh, the new Commander product that come that that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two drop artifact where flashback costs uh, um, that you have cost two less, and then your opponents it costs them two more. Uh, so that's pretty. It's a pretty cool card. Um, I didn't even know this was a card. Yeah, it's an old Odyssey rare. So uh, when you know you know you type in flashback, you know, and gatherer this is going to come up and it, you know so people were just like oh let's start buying copies of this flashback flashback yeah flashback flashback so mana maze now this one's kind of weird to me um but i see that it's a spike because of uh, the unbanning of painter servant now yeah, mana maze silence. yeah mana maze is uh two blue enchantment um players can't play spells that share a color with the spell last played this turn so when you name whatever color you're going to name 
you're just you can't you can't play those spells. So well, it's not even that color. Painter's servant makes everything. Yeah, everything in the game that color, whatever color you. So choose. you only get to play one spell. Correct. It's like a rule of law. Correct. Um, so it's it's pretty good one, and it's blue. So you know that's that's a pretty good one. Uh, it's up to nine bucks right now. Uh, I would say I'd wait on that card. I wouldn't pick that up right away. Uh, the other weird one here that we saw was a uh, Lifeblood Hydra from, um, what is this set? Uh, it's a Commander set. Yeah, Commander M A. It's it's a command. This is in Commander anthologies. Anthologies. Okay, got it. So, it's in an actual Commander. Yeah, deck. so it's a light. It's Lifeblood Hydra, and it is seeing a spike because probably of unbound flourishing is what they're the uh, the data that they're coming up but with also the the new hydra yeah and the new hydra so there's a little hype around the hydra train right now uh but this has always been a great hydras are great casual cards so um these cards are gonna see a definite um they're always seeing sales whenever anybody brings me hydras i i'm like yes please give me all of them you know give me all the hydras yeah it's like buying a soul ring you know these cards always sell so yeah, and then uh, the uh, the cheap pickups right now that they're saying uh, key. How do you say this? Clitoris. <laughs> Clitoris. <laughs> Keithus, the hidden hand. Uh, he's a legendary elf advisor at um, green, black, and white. He's oh, a, he's like uh, he's an M twenty mythic. He's like what's his name? An elf advisor, uh, like Leovold. Yes, he is like Leovold. He's got the same CMC. He's a three four. Uh, legendary spells you cast cost one less to cast. Uh, exile two legendary cards from your graveyard until end of turn. Each legendary card in your graveyard gains. You may play this card from your graveyard. Pretty neat. Pretty you know? cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool for Commander, but um, again, I don't, I'm not really sure why they're taking up Mythic slots in M20 to, to build pieces of shit like this. Like, just use the... Like, Use this in a commander set. Like I don't know why well, you have to. Good for like this card might be good in standard. For like how? It's a really efficient mana cost. We have a lot of legendaries from Dalinaria. All right. Well, you you got to build this deck now. Well, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't know. I just it's like when you look at it, you're just like that's a commander card. Sure. And, and you know you're just like. Well, what they're only supposed to print commander cards once a year. Psh- well, they're printing a lot of commander stuff right now. A lot. A lot of subsets. It's crazy. It's like it's the biggest format. It is the biggest format. Um, so Mutavault's down, bottoming out at $8.98. I mean, bottoming out from nine seventy one. <laughs> Here we go again. You know, we didn't have enough data to use. We didn't have enough to talk about. So That's what finance you know, seems like. Yeah, me. finance is cute sometimes, man. It's just like, well, a few cards have moved this week, but... You know, we got to throw some more content in there. So, Mutavault. Mm. Um, the other one, too, is Risk Factor. Now, Risk Factor, I can actually talk about that one. Um, Are you sure, Josh? Yeah, I can. Uh, look, the three copies that I was running, here we go. They're sitting right over here. Um, two of them are unsleeved. One is still sleeved. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, but those just came out of my Legacy deck. Uh, they're not really seeing a whole lot of play in, in Standard, are they? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Um, this card stage kind of took its spot. Yeah. So this card is very great in legacy, legacy burn. Um, it is very great, but the bad thing is, is that they printed that goddamn card named Narset. Not Nahiri, Narset. Narset. So Narset is, says you can't draw extra cards. And so this is what you want to do against the blue decks. Well, now you can't do it. Uh, so I've taken this card out of my deck. I've replaced it with Beaumont Courier. Uh, and I found that that's just a, a better route to go is because uh, those cards go into exile and then the replacement effect puts them into your hand instead of you drawing them. Mm-hmm. So uh, rest in peace, Risk Factor. We're going to miss you. Sorry they had to play. No, uh, rest in pieces. No. A white enchantment. Goodbye, Risk Factor. Uh, Nahiri, uh, the Harbinger, is uh, <laughs> it says it's bottoming out, so it's down a buck. or Not Ooh. even a dollar. Like 50 cents. Um, and then, uh, but, you know, like, you could pick these up anytime. That card's great in Commander. And then Mox Tantalite? This card is trash. Why did they build, again, it's another Mythic in a set that is just absolute garbage. For those of you that don't know what this card is, uh, it is Suspend 3 Artifact for zero. So it, 
Well, the other thing you got to think about is like a lot of mythics and like Wizards has actually talked about this. When they're making mythics, they're not making mythics so they're like the oh my god best card in the set. Mm-hmm. They actually want the best cards at rare, rare, uncommon, or common because then people can get a hold of them. Mythics, what they use it for is like cards that are too strong or are a lot stronger for a format like limited. Okay. Which I I still don't know if I agree with this card, but. This card's also kind of like a flavor thing, I think. Yeah, so it's just tap, tap, add one mana of any color. So it's Mox Opal, but well, it's, it's just suspend for three, and it doesn't have the clause of you need three permanents to, you need three like artifacts. Any yeah, just, but it's a suspend for three turns. So um, this card may find a home at some point someday. I don't think it will. Uh, like, if they any... do anything with suspend, you know, if there's a suspend type of thing where... Um, or you could take counters off of things type of deck. Well, they they already have stuff like that. They do, they do. But, but I'm just saying, like, if that deck gets gains enough ground and it's playable, then you will see this card at some point. Um, my my guess is this card's gonna probably hit three or four bucks. Um, I just don't see this. I don't see anybody playing this card. I, I mean, I wouldn't even want to put this in my commander deck. Like any anywhere you would want this, just play Lotus Bloom. It, correct. So because yeah, then at that point it gives you three mana. It it it's a black lotus instead of a mox. Yes. So but you know, hey, Hot what do take we for all you cube followers? Black Lotus is better than Moxes. <laughs> it is. Alright, so not if you ask a lot of people who play cube. Uh do yourself a favor. Um hit the follow button if you guys are following. And ride an eagle, us. just like Josh did. I did ride an eagle. Look at me there. Um, if you're uh, if you're on Twitch right now, uh, we do a giveaway every every month, um, and we did a giveaway last month. What did we give away last month? Oh, uh, a, dun, 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 a sliver dun, 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 queen. Silver. Yeah, we gave a sliver queen away, um, and so that's on our always on our starting soon page. This this month we're giving away a box of guilds of. We're Ravnica. giving away a kitten. Yeah, we are. It's a box of guilds of Ravnica. So, um, if you guys, um, if you'd like to. Um, be a part of that giveaway. Uh, you can find us um, on Twitch if you're listening on SoundCloud. Go to our Twitch page, which is Mom's Basement uh, streams, streams, and uh, follow us there. We get followers. We've been getting followers basically like close to every day, all day, close to every day. So I'm I'm really proud of that. Um, and those the giveaways are helping out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're also starting to build some more solid content. Um, and that's another thing that I'm proud of. Getting some good streamers in there. Yeah, absolutely. Our streams are getting better, um, so come check us out. Um, you can find Richard over here. Uh, he's at Richard T M T G. Um, you me. can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he just did a giveaway also, and he gave away a playset of Arcbound Ravengers. Yeah, the promos. Uh, the promo ones, and. And he's up to 381 followers. He's got more than the business has got now. Man, he knows he knows what he's doing. I'm on that Richard T. MTG train. <laughs> so trying to get him to still teach me some things. Um, but, yeah, that's it for us this week. Uh, got to we, post more sushi pics. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening, as always. Um, and we will see you guys, what, next Monday? Monday. Actually on Monday. Uh, next Monday, um, because this week we were gone. We had to drive back from Philly. But we'll He's see you next so Monday uh, at 530. And uh, we always upload the uh, podcast on SoundCloud uh, right after the show's done. So you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you then. Twitch. See you and Cebus. See you, see you.